This is Chad Harrison, and you're listening to Hope Alive, applying God's word to your daily life. Hi, this is Chad Harrison, and I am the teaching pastor of Lake Community Church and have been serving as a pastor for 25 years. I'm also a practicing attorney. This podcast is designed to help you study God's word and find God's will for your life. I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus' name. Well, good morning. Welcome to Lake Community Church's morning Bible study. We are in Genesis chapter 35 and uh, following the incident with Dinah, they, Jacob is pulling his family together and they are going to go back to Bethel to worship. And we saw that yesterday. We saw them going up and it's a picture of going up to God. In fact, it says in verse three, let us arise and go up to, it was, it was a rise in elevation, which is always symbolic picture of going up to meet with God. It was an important journey that they were going to make because they'd been worldly for a long time. And that worldliness had culminated in two sons committing a heinous act, doing something that was pretty terrible. And when Simeon and Levi did that, well, they were on their way in the journey of life. And Jacob understood that he needed to go meet with God and he needed to go find the provision and protection of God. And that's an important idea to understand in Scripture. So many times we find ourselves in life in a place where we put ourselves, no doubt about it, and maybe other people have had a great influence on those things. Maybe maybe other people have put us in that position also by their actions. But that being said, we allowed the environment we live in to create the situation we find ourselves in. And how many times have you done in your life and in your walk, you've just gone through life, you've been doing life, and maybe you hadn't been doing it the way God exactly told you to do it, but you haven't been doing it terribly. And then all of a sudden things start unraveling. Things start uh, going downhill in a way that you just don't want them to go downhill. And uh, all of a sudden you realize how far from God you really have wandered. And uh, let me say this to you. That's not unnatural. Sheep do wander. You do wander. In fact, I guess this is the week of me singing, singing old hymns, but I love the old hymn that goes, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Tell me, don't we do that? We're prone to carry out and go out on our own. We're prone to do the things that we ought not. We're prone to get away from God easily. And let me tell you, the world situation that we find ourselves in, it will get us out of kilter. It'll get us headed in the wrong direction. It'll get us in a position where we are not doing exactly what God has told us to do with our lives. And that's just the natural things that happen in life. And then it doesn't help when other people act totally outside of God's will, act totally outside of God's character. People that we're at worst to influence. And, and let's say this. Those are Jacob's sons. Jacob has a responsibility in that matter. His sons acted wrongly, and he had a responsibility. He says, now we done, we put a, now we done messed up. That's, that's what we'd say in Alabama. You done messed up. And that's what he's saying here. I've, we've messed up. We've put ourselves in a position where we, truth is, maybe not be able to stay here any longer. And you know what? That, that happens. And he says, let us rise and go up to Bethel, and I will make an altar to God. Notice there's going to be a place where we're going to meet with God. 
And he says, who answered me in the day of my distress, meaning he's done it before. And that is an important spiritual principle also. So many times when we want, we need to understand that God gives us those remembrances. He gives us those times where we remember and we consider the things he's done in the past so that we can act upon the faith that we have now. And so many times that those events of the past are what strengthen our faith so that we can endure the uh, momentary issues that we're facing right now. And uh, that's what he says there. He says, um, let's go up there and uh, let's build an altar. That's what happened. That's what, when I was in distress uh, because Esau wanted to kill me, I, I met God at Bethel. And in fact, that's why it's called that, the house of God. I met him there. I'm going back to the same place. Now you're sitting there thinking, I mean, he's going back to the church where he's at. In all actuality, that was a place out in the middle of nowhere, if you want to know the truth. And it was a place where nobody else knew that he met with God there. That was the place where he met with God. And uh, so many times in life, we have places where we meet with God and where God changes things. We have to remember those times. We have to call those into remembrance and allow God to teach us and to show us things about the situation we find ourselves in right now so that we can, so that we can deal with the situation right now in light of God and who he's been in, in our lives in the past. And so he says, so, so they gave Jacob all their foreign gods because he told them, we got to get rid of the worldly stuff that is going on. We got to get the world out of our life. How many of y'all have ever been in a position where you just so messed up, you realize I got to get away from it all. I, I know I deal with, with people who have intense drug addiction issues. And I tell them, you got to go to rehab and you got to stay away from here. You got to get away from the things that have caused you to go down that journey and go down that path. And I can't tell you how many people I've begged and pleaded to go and do that. Spent spent hours uh, trying to talk them into going and doing what uh, what would be for their very best interest. And sometimes that happens, and boy, it's wonderful when it does. And other times, they just can't get away from the people and the places and the things that their life has, that that has informed their life from that point on. And, and I just say to you, there's sometimes you just got to get away from the world you're living in and get to the place where God moved in the past so that you can see him move for the future. And it says they, they gave him all their foreign gods. They gave him the earrings, the, the charms, and things like that for the ears. And he hid them. He got rid of them. He got them out of sight and out of mind so that they could purify themselves. And notice in verse 5 it says, And they journeyed. And the terror of God was upon the cities that were all around them, and they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. Notice, God provided protection, just like when the, when the chariots of Egypt were chasing Moses and the children of Israel out of Egypt, and they were going to catch them and bring them back to captivity. And God led them through the, the Red Sea, and the waters parted, and they were like giant walls that they walked in between. Just like that situation, God has a protection for you. And let me tell you something. If it were up to the world and if it were up to the enemy of God, if it were up to him, Lucifer himself and the forces of darkness, you would have already been destroyed. So you have been walking in the providence of God and you've been walking in the goodness of God and you've been walking in that for a long time and God has been protecting you and taking care of you and you and growing you and making you. And he's been doing that super, super well for a long time in your life. And you need to understand that if it weren't for him and the things that you do, you have no idea about, if it weren't for him and those things, you'd be lost already. Understand that God is protecting you all the time. 
And he is only allowing that which you can handle and that which will make you more and better and grow you to come upon you. And so you say, I just can't handle this. I can't take one more minute of it. Maybe, or maybe that's the, uh, the last bit of effort that you have to overcome it. And God's teaching you to walk in his faith and to trust him. He's just teaching you how to do that. And it says they journeyed and the terror of God was upon the cities and they were that were all around them. They didn't pursue them and they didn't pursue the sons of Jacob. They didn't chase after them. And the reason they didn't is because God made them afraid. Let me say, God, God does things that you just have no idea what he's doing. And praise God that he does. And he is handling and taking care of and moving out of the way things that you just don't even know. You can't plan. You can't plan anything that's even close to what God's already prepared to do for you. You just can't do it. And he says, verse 6, he says, So Jacob came to Luz, that is Bethel. The town was called Luz. He called it Bethel because that's where he'd met with God, which is in the land of Canaan, and he and all the people who were with him. So they all arrive where they're going to meet with God. And notice, he built an altar there and called the place El Betho, or the Lord is God, or the Lord of this house. And he says, because there God appeared to him when he fled the face of his brother. He followed through. And that's one of the things that has to happen in order for you to really see the hand of God at work in your life. you got to follow through. So many times people struggle and they lament and they can't figure it out. And the reason is they're not unwilling to go. And I want you to also know that notice that this is not God meeting you somewhere and you just sitting there and him changing you. It's a journey. He had to, They had to get up from Shechem and go to Bethel. When he was going to fix his life and fix his family situation, what did they have to do? What did they have to do? They had to get up and go on the journey. They had to take the journey of life. They had to take the journey of the moment, and they had to deal with the situation. So many times, people just want to sit there and say, I'm waiting on God. That's that old, it's that old story of the man who is in the flood, and he's, he's, he's at the house, and a boat rides up, and the water's just waist deep, and he says to the boat, no, God's going to take care of me, and then the next boat arrives, and he's he's on the roof, but uh, the water's just still not up to the roof. And he uh, he he says, "Listen, God's going to take care of me. Y'all don't worry about it. Y'all go and rescue somebody else." And then finally, there's a helicopter that arrives, and he's on the chimney, and he's standing up on top of the chimney, and the waters reach the top of the roof and coming up upon him on the chimney, and and he says, oh, "No, God's got me. God's got me." And then. And then all of a sudden, as the Bible says, to be dead in the bodies, to be present with the Lord. And he walks into the throne room of heaven. And God says, I didn't expect to see you here. I sent you two, hel- two boats and a helicopter to take care of you. And you, he didn't take any of them. He wasn't willing to go on the journey. He wasn't willing to do what was needed to be done. And remember now, God gives us free will in the midst of our salvation. We choose his will. We choose to walk with him in our salvation. Now, he does all the forework. He does all the work in the beginning. He gives us the new life. He gives us the anointing. He gives us the ability to faith and trust him. He provided Jesus before we ever knew that we needed Jesus. And Jesus died on the cross and was the atoning sacrifice and gave us resurrection power by walking out of the grave. All that stuff we talk about all the time on Sunday morning. We talk about that regularly. Why? Because we need to talk about the great things God has done because we need to remind ourselves of those things over and over again. We talk about that all the time. But then 
when you begin to make your walk of faith, your journey of faith, when you begin to do that, you've got to you've got to join him. It's got to be an act of your will. The way you glorify God is you don't glorify him by doing life well. You glorify him by trusting him and letting him show you how to do life well. And uh, that is an act of your will. That is a submission of your will. It's the submission of your passions and your intellect to his will and his way. And that is required in the salvific process. It's required that you act upon your own personal, your own personal individual will and trusting him as you're being saved. And uh, it's a process. Remember, justification is an event that takes place where God gives you, uh, gives you the quickening, the anointing, and you are born again. Glorification takes place in a moment. It's part of that story. To be dead in the body, to be present with the Lord with a glorified body, perfect. That takes place in the moment you die. But the sanctification, the salvific process, the work of God of saving you, that is an act of your will. And it is the requirement is that you use that gift of faith that God's given you to act in that will. And it is a journey. It is the journey of life. It is the path God's made for us. It's the way we're to walk in. Jesus said, I'm the way, the path, the journey. The, I'm, I am what you walk in. And you got to learn to do that. That's what it's about. And when we go on these journeys to meet with God and to hear from God, we go on the we go on that way. And the only way for us to deal with it is to go through it. And let me tell you something: the journey's not easy. And as we go through the journey, we gain wisdom, we gain understanding, we gain strength. But we also lose people on the way. That's what happens here. It says now Deborah, Rebecca's nurse, died, and she was buried below Bethel under the terebinth tree. One of the one of the mothers of the of the tribes of Israel. She passes. She's dead, and that happens as you go through life. You begin to lose those who are a little bit ahead of you in life, and that is a part of the journey. Also, that's the learning of of learning from their lives and then also learning that life is fleeting and it's momentary and uh, and so we, you just can't you can't as you're doing what you're doing in life you can't you just can't it's not static i guess that's the best way to say it it's just not static the more things remain the same the more things change and i know that saying's the other way around but the truth is the more we want to try to keep everything exactly the same it never ever is it never ever is exactly the same you can't redo it do it again just don't ever happen quite the same way and it doesn't because god's a new god every day his mercies are new every morning and so they named the place where she was buried alan bakuth which means the place of weeping or the terebinth of weeping, that tree that they buried her under. And they wept for her because why? We have losses in life in this journey. He's going to meet with God. He's going to get renewal with God. And what happens as we go through life? We lose those ahead of us. And let me tell you something. As you get older and over, the uh, the evidence and the presence of death and it being real for your future gets more and more. And you, when you're 18 and six feet tall and bulletproof, you think you're never going to die. When you're when you have your first child, you realize what responsibility that God has for you. When your child graduates high school and goes on to college, you realize 
how quick that life was there and then it's gone on to maturity and to hope and to life and then for you you start to get ready to have grandkids and you realize how really fleeting life is and how quickly you become old. And this journey is a journey of faith, and it's required to glorify God. And it says, he says, Then God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padam Aram and blessed him. And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. Your name shall not be Jacob anymore, but Israel shall be your name. So he called his name Israel, and God's reminded him, of where he, when he came out from Laban, he, he gave him a new name. He's reminding him of things of the past. He's back at Bethel, God saying, remember back when I told you your name is Israel, when I wrestled with you. The journey of life, you do have to ponder back on a little bit and think about the things that have happened to you before and allow God to open your eyes and see the really good stuff that he has done and allow him to teach you new ways and avenues and methods of using your faith to glorify him. And uh, that's how we got take that journey. And uh, we most of the time take that journey when we find ourselves in rough situations. The truth is that uh, the chaos theory, that uh, the chaos principle that's at work in the universe, everything tends toward disorder. That's a law of the universe. It's also a spiritual law. If God just leaves us alone, we tend toward destruction and disorder because we are utterly sinful. That is the absolute truth. We are utterly sinful, and we tend toward disorder, <clears throat> and we tend toward destruction. And so God doesn't just let us sit there and slowly slip into destruction and despair. He is always pushing. He is always leading. He is always teaching, and he's always strengthening. And I praise God that he is. And let me tell you something. He's doing that for you today also. He's doing it for everyone who is listening to my voice in this moment. And everyone who will hear this in the years to come, he is actively and regularly growing you. You need to join him in that and see him in that so that you can know the wonders of the relationship that you have with God. And it doesn't just seem like happenstance for you. I pray that'll be the case. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you that he'll make his face to shine upon you, and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.